Blog Talk Radio. Tuesday evening to everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Thank you for joining us this evening. We just opened the show to the beautiful voice of gospel sensation Dana Hentfield. Dana Hentfield out of Texas. She's really the biggest and newest thing going on right now in the gospel music industry. And I'm so elated with the joy because she's our exclusive featured guest for tonight's show. The song is titled My Offering, My Offering. I want you to know that this national radio show caters to everyone. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton brings an array of topics and exclusive celebrity guests to the table. And we do aim to deliver thought-provoking discussions that will hopefully impact and influence lives in a very game-changing manner. We certainly offer relevant conversation to our national listening audience. Please stay connected to this show. I appreciate your commitment of joining us every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for 30 minutes of dynamic conversation and awesome music. We're doing well, and I thank you for everything, all of this support. I love our listeners, and I love hearing from our dynamic listeners. Listen in right now where if you want to share something with you. I'm Kimberly Sprinkle, Executive Director of the Charles Sumner School Museum and Archives in Washington, D.C., the official museum for the D.C. Public Schools. And I listen to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton, a national show for the community. Hi, my name is Cedric Jennings, and I'm hailing from Washington, D.C., and I'm listening, listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. Hi, this is Takia Hamilton, and you're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We are so, so grateful for our listeners, and especially the loyal listeners that love getting on the air and sharing their enthusiasm about this show. Do you want to get on the air to share your thoughts about Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton? Do you have pertinent or relevant community news to share with a national listening audience? It's all simple, and it's all free, no strings attached. Simply email the radio show at letstalkshana at gmail.com. 
gmail.com. One email takes care of everything. Also, as always, please connect with us on social media. If you're on Facebook, you can find us by simply searching Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. We're also on Instagram under the same name. And on Twitter, reach out to me directly at SS. Thornton. I look forward to hearing from everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so excited about tonight's show. We have gospel musical sensation Dana Hempfield. Dana Hempfield, Hempfield, excuse me, is really the hottest thing going on right now in gospel music. And not only does she have a beautiful voice, as you uh, surely could have heard if you were at the top of the segment, but she also has a powerful platform to share with all of our listeners. So we're going to get to more of her music. We're going to talk to her, uh, really get to know this young lady and everything she represents and stands for. But before we do, I want to share some powerful words with you uh, that have recently inspired me. And these words come from W.E.B. Du Bois. Now is the accepted time, not tomorrow, not some more convenient season. It is today that our best work can be done and not some future day or future year. It is today that we fit ourselves for the greater usefulness of tomorrow. Today is the seed indeed. Now are the hours of work, and tomorrow comes the harvest and the playtime. W.E.B. Du Bois, the great civil rights activist, and simply put, a lot of powerful words, meaning move forward, do it now. And speaking of doing it now and moving forward, a gospel sensational uh, sensation, rather, Dana Hempfield really uh, expresses her music with a passion. And one of the themes that she expresses is really transition and change. And we're going to have a sit-down, exclusive, one-on-one interview with her in a few minutes. But first, let me share a little bit about Dana with you. In January 2007, Dana Hempfield was respectfully nominated for a new Female Artist of the Year at the Texas Gospel Music Awards. And in January 2008, she was nominated for Female Soloist of the Year. She has opened up and shared the stage with John P. Keith, Kim Burrell, Vicki Winans, Fred Hammond, Dr. Rance Allen, Dorinda Clark Cole, David and Tamila, Mann, Myron Butler, and many, many more. Kurt Franklin once told her, I certainly look forward to seeing you in the industry. Powerful words from the great Kurt Franklin himself, who's had a lot of success within the music arena. One of the current producers on her debut album, Grammy and Stella Award winner Myron Butler states, Quote, unquote, Dana Hemphill is an anointed minstrel, not only in the extremely gifted sense, but she also possesses the spirit of God. She is destined to do great exploits for the kingdom of God. Powerful quote from Myron Butler himself, who's had a lot of critical acclaim and success. Dana Hemphill is with us. I'm so excited. Uh, she is out of Texas. Her debut album was released this past October in 2013. Dana has one daughter by the name of Haley and is married to Elder Lewis H. Hemphill Jr. And they enjoy working for God and really sharing a message of hope and positivity. She is a singer, a pretty good actress, and also a community leader. 
Listeners of Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton, please help me welcome the one and only, the beautiful vocalist inside and out, Dana Hemphill. How are you this evening? I am wonderful. How are you, Miss Shayna? Oh, I am excited and so happy, really. I'm just going to use the happy word because you have a beautiful voice, one of my favorites right now that I am really rocking to. So I'm just excited to have you on the show and really get to know you one-on-one and allow our listeners to know more about the woman behind the beautiful and powerful voice. Wow. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it, and just thank you again. Oh, thank you, Dana. So kind and gracious always. I want to start off talking about your music right now. Okay. What influences your music? Because it's a beautiful, if you will, gift that you have. And, and of course, just like yourself, I have heard a lot of beautiful voices, but there's something different about your voice. So we've got to know what really influences your music? Mm, my faith, um, wow. my experiences with God, just the fact of where he's brought me from and the things that he has delivered me out of has yeah. been my main influence. Mm. And I always want to give credit and honor and glory to God in my music. Yeah. Um, and not just singing about something I don't know. Okay. Because okay. I believe it's it's it, it you know it, it's more powerful and more impactful mm-hmm. when you're able to to relate and testify from yes. where you you know where where it is that God has brought you from. So mm. that that definitely has influenced the music. Mm, wonderful, Dana. And I'm getting a sense of sincerity. So for you, it's personal. It's not necessarily the business side of it or the entertainment yes, side, but you're sharing your belief and your faith with the world. Yes, ma'am, mm. most definitely. Intriguing. You know, artists have different reasons for sharing their music. I mean, it, it's lots of different things. They want to prove to the world that they can sing or they can get on stage or they're overcoming fears or challenges or struggles. What do you want listeners to walk away with after they listen to your entire new debut album, by the way, which is is fantastic. It really hit home with me. What do you want us to walk away with? What's your vision for your music? Just a deeper passion and um, just a heart to grow in real relationship with God. And when I say real, I don't mean in the sense of, of it being so much fake, Okay. But more in the sense of I know God yes. and I want to know him for who he really is. Mm-hmm. There's a place of intimacy that we can reach in our relationships with God. And that goes past just praying five minutes every day yes. or just saying the Lord's Prayer. But really, really praying and, and staying in his word and, and going through our daily situations, situations and depending on him and, and hearing from him and not yes. just doing all the talking. But I, I pray that through the music it it just encourages people to grow deeper in their relationship mm. and all, all together. Awesome. And so, Dana, is it fair to say you want your music to really help, if it can, influence people uh, yes. for real, not just for show, like you said, because right. there can be a lot of artificial uh, showing or fakeness, if you will, to use that right. mundane word going on. But you're talking about really getting to build a sincere relationship that perhaps no one else may really know about other than that person uh, with right. God. 
Yes, because the world is going through so much. People are going through things that they're not talking about. Yes. We can just talk about the past suicides that have occurred recently, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and during these times of where you're at your, your wit's end, you got to have somewhere to go. Yes. You've got to have something where you can depend on and, 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 you know, know that I can make it. Yes. And mm-hmm. so that that comes through prayer, that comes through singing spiritual hymns and, and helping. Because I'm telling you, when you sing the, the, the worship music of God, it brings about a deliverance. There's mm-hmm. nothing more soothing and nothing more compelling than the music of God and the worship music. Mm-hmm. You know, and I could yes. go on and on about that. Yes. But, um, you know, that that's really that's really where I am right now. Well said, Dana. I want to shift the conversation some at this point. Let's talk about change or transition. And those are two uh, huge monumental words for a lot of listeners out there, real people, real talk for real people. Our tagline for this show, as you know, change or transition. Um, You yourself personally have been very forthcoming and sincere about your very own transitions in life as a young woman. For those tuning in right now who don't know already, because a lot of us are getting to know you, you're the latest sensation in the gospel music industry, please share your powerful story of change with us. Well, just uh, just to kind of give, give a brief story, I did grow up in the church. Yeah. Um, I'm a preacher's kid, PK, so okay. you know they always say PKs are the worst. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, there was a point where I um, just decided to do my own thing out of pain. My father passed away when, at a very young age okay. when I was 10. And so just wanting to search and, and find out who I was, I, I linked up with people that were not a part of who God wanted to be there. Okay. And so I, you know, went from drinking and smoking, hanging around gangs and so many different things. Um, it came into a point where I needed God. Yes. I really did. I needed him to deliver me. Okay. I was about to lose my life. Mm, and wow. at that breaking point, I was able to call on him because of what I was taught at a very young age. Yes. That I could call on him mm. and he would hear me. And from that I know that that's what transition, and I know and believe that all things work together for good. I know mm-hmm. it's not just a cliche yes. because of everything that I went. It, it I, I was hard headed, so I had to go through okay. those things for okay. me to get to really, really understand that I do need him in my life. Yes. and that's where the breaking point was for me. That it wasn't just about going to church every Sunday, just being there, being a pew member, but it really was about real relationship. Mm. Powerful story, powerful testimony on your behalf, Dana. You know, change or transition can be challenging for many, and I'm just going to be honest, for most of us. It's not always an easy road, as you so eloquently uh, described for yourself personally a few minutes ago. But tell us this. Speak as a woman who's had a lot of experience, a lot of interaction with other uh, individuals out there. How does one stay focused while attempting to make the jump from one situation to the next for the better. Because th- there seems to be a lot of distractions. You know, there yeah. always is part of the old person, if you will, the I'd like to say the other representative, who may be convincing the one that wants to change it's not really worth it. Uh, a lot of individuals pretend they're not who they say they are because they see other examples in the world where people have been dishonest or say they have changed and they really haven't. Speak to us personally and professionally in your experience. How do you stay focused? 
Well, I could say a lot of scriptures and I could say a lot of spiritual things, you know, which which is always, you know, uh, at the top of the list. But I will admit, I have lost focus (laughs) before. And what has drawn, got me back on focus was seeking godly counsel and accountability. And that being able to talk. And being real. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And not yes. going through life like fake, like this is a fairy tale. Oh, no, I don't have any problems. God yes. will handle Yeah, he will. But you got to open up your mouth okay. to somebody. Yes. I, hey, and I will be the first to I've had to sit on a few couches before and talk yes. to some, yes. <laughs> some counselors, yes. okay? And to be able to kind of get through some things. We're not here. We're not an island. We have to be able to depend on somebody here to help us through transition. And, you know, it, it, it that's just that's just life. Mm. Life comes, and we have to deal with it as it is and realize that we're not here by ourselves. God has placed people here to help us. Correct. You know, Dana, I want to piggyback on something you brought up a few minutes ago about being accountable. And I, I, I can't express how important that is for each of us, no matter what our walk currently looks like. Uh, because in the words of my grandmother, if things haven't happened yet, keep living, as she would say. You know, but accountability, because we have to be accountable for our actions and our decisions. And part of that, to your point, is knowing when to say when, knowing when we need perhaps professional or other guidance to help us along the way, because real change has to come with accountability where we can be frank and sincere with ourselves in the mirror and say, maybe this role can't be taken along. Maybe it's time for me to seek help or assistance from other individuals that mean me well, correct? Correct. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I totally agree. And when we're able to be honest and and not lie and just go through the motion, I believe that God hears us. Okay. And he he looks for us to do that. He already knows what's going on. Yes, yes. You know, but when we're able to be honest with ourselves, God, I'm here in this place. I I need you more than ever. I don't feel like I'm going to make it, you know. I can quote a lot of scriptures, but I just don't feel like quoting no scripture right now. Yes. I'm upset. I'm mad. I feel like giving up, you yes. know. And that's where that personal relationship that we're able to build on it because we're in constant communication with him. Yes. You know, I grew up with three words being very uh, important to me, open, honest, and transparent. And those yes. three words seem to really reflect and echo uh, the platform that you are advocating for us being accountable, Dana, because you've got to be honest about yes. things. If, and, you know, unfortunately, individuals can lie to others and can lie to the world. And right. even we can tell ourselves things that, like you said, are fanciful and not you know, grounded in, in practicality. But in the end, deep down inside, most reasonable individuals know a lie when they hear one, if it's coming from right. their own mouth in particular. And we've just got to be honest and transparent and open, if not with the world, at least with ourselves, for real right. transition to make it and last. And to your point, even if we have to do a tune-up from time to time or check-in, which from all of my conversations and discussions with the individuals I've had the opportunity to interview for this show and in my career, those individuals will say, you've got to do a checkup from time to time. Because, yeah, I mean, there are bumps that come back along, and like you said, where we can lose our focus as individuals or people of faith. If if you have to, in the natural, if you have to get your car an oil change every, what, 3,000 miles? 
in the natural, so it is in the spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> that that is so true. A new spiritual journey, a new. You know, yes, Dana, speak to the listeners right now about fighting the temptation, and this is this is real talk right here. The temptation to retreat or give up the process of change. Because I know the question I asked you before. You know, a lot of us lose focus, but. We need to be open about change. A lot of times it's hard. The steps of it aren't always easy. And to be frank, a lot of individuals stay in the situation they are mentally, emotionally, or even spiritually or physically because it's easy to do what they already know. But to change the mindset, to change the outlook is hard. Have you ever had a point where you wanted to retreat and go back or no, but you've met other individuals who have? Please speak to us. Oh, my God, yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) A few times. Um, In brief testimony, 2006, I actually attempted to do a live recording that did not go well. Okay. When I tell you we put our whole savings, everything, and it didn't didn't come to pass. Okay. And I literally gave up. No. I felt like, okay, I knew God told me to do this. I, I felt like God led me to do this and I, I know this is this is my future. Yes. You know, I questioned God. I questioned everything. Yes. And I was in a state of depression which many people didn't know. Okay. You know, because I I, I, sh- I didn't wear it on my face okay. out in the public. I was being fake at that time. Okay. I wasn't being real. Yes. With myself. And so yeah, I, I literally, God really had to minister to my heart. Mm. I really had to lay, like, on my face and just weep to him yes. and tell him really how I was feeling. And day by day, as you continue to go, I don't know when it happened. I can't tell you the moment it happened. Yes. But I know that as I continue to press, I continue to go to church and hear the word. Okay. The word of God and allowing that to minister to my spirit, it changed my heart. Mm. And it began to soften my heart again. Oh. And that. from there, that's when I was able to get up and try again. Mm. We fall down, but we get up, Dana. We do. Yes. We do. And somewhere, like I said, we may not even know that moment or that time, but you'll be able to turn around and look back and say, you know what, God? I thank you. Yes. I thank you because I see where I was, and now I can see where I am now, and it was all in your perfect plan. Mm. Everything makes us who we are, even the decisions, the good, the bad, or the in-between. Dana, what's about the naysayers? Because everyone knows them. A lot of times they're not, I don't believe, intentionally negative, but they're naysayers. And and perhaps as human beings, we all have a little bit in us if we don't try to suppress it and control it. How does one appropriately cope with the naysayers in life when individuals are trying to make that change, when they're trying to do the transition for the better? They know they need to get out of that substance abuse. They know they need to get out of the abusive relationship. They know that they're in a, a dark spot in their life and they're at a low point they need to come up, but they're surrounded by individuals who are saying, what do you want to do that for? What, why would you want to do that? That's not what's in. That's, that's quote-unquote cheesy. That's not what's cool or whatever it is. How do you cope with the naysayers in life? You literally have to set your face like a flint, literally. Yes. Because if you open your ears up to the negativity, you will never move forward. Mm. You will always stay in a place of, I wonder what could have been. Yes. Oh, you yes. should have or uh, I would have. Powerful. And you have to make that step. If you never make that step, 
you'll never know what heck what could have been. Right. And I've had plenty of naysayers. Yes. I could go all the way back to my move here to Dallas, okay. you know. But it, it was, I believe that I really, that the Holy Spirit gave me that unction to move past it. Mm. And move past what others would say. I was scared. Okay. You know, sometimes you get scared yes, because yes, you feel okay. like everybody else knows better than you. Okay. Okay. And so I just believe if you can just grab hold to the fact that there is better is coming. And if I don't take this first step, mm. then I will never know what That's could right. have been. That's right. Step out on faith. You have to. You have to, in spite Mm. of what others are saying. And, Mm. and you know, the crazy thing about it is when you do get to that point, then all the naysayers, they come back and say, oh, girl, you know I told you. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true, Dana. You are right about that. So you have to know for yourself what your destiny is or give it to our God to help allow us to find that path along the way. Yes, but very good, sir. You're saying truly uh, find a way to remove yourself from the negative words or comments that are coming. Yes, and you know what? Another thing is you can't share what God has given you with everyone. Okay. You cannot. You have to be very selective because if you tell everyone what God is doing or what he's told you in secret, they'll bring that back as, you know, are you sure? Mm, okay. <laughs> to, cause, to cause you to question. So you've got to be very selective and prayerful as to who and what you share um, the information to. And it may be that you're not able, you're not supposed to share with anybody okay. just yet. Mm. Well, good advice. Very powerful and interesting. Dana, I want to go back to your music before we get out of here. What's your all-time favorite song to sing? I Shall Not Die. Ooh. And that that's my testimony. Mm. Um I shall not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord. I kind of previously talked, I touched on giving up, and um, God had led me to Ezekiel 37, where he, where Ezekiel, he told Ezekiel to prophesy to the dry bones, mm. and as he prophesied to the dry bones, they begin to live. And so, my message to the world today is to live. You shall not die, but you shall live. Those dry situations in your life, yes. those those places where have they have died, you may feel that you, you've, you've given up on your family, the, the, your son that's out on drugs. Mm. I want to just encourage you that he can live. Yes. We've got to begin to open up our mouth and speak the word of God over our situation and mm-hmm. over our life that we shall live and not die. So that's my favorite song because it brings so much encouragement to my heart, mm. and I believe that it encourages the body of Christ as well. Mm. Your favorite song off this critically acclaimed debut album? The favorite is I Shall Not Die and My Offering. Those are my two favorites. Oh, I was going to say, because so your favorite song to sing is I Shall Not Die, and then My Offering is also in that as one of your favorites. Yes, yes, Mm. yes, yes, and that's my single right now. Mm, Yes. yes. We played it at the top of the segment, and listeners, hold on. We're going to play some more of that in a few minutes. Dana, I love your spirit. I love your message and your music and voice, truly a gift. Thank you so much. Before you get out of here with us, how can our listeners connect with you? Yes, they can connect with me at www.danahemphill.com. I'm also on Facebook at Dana Hemphill Music. Um, you can tweet me at uh, Dana underscore Hemphill. Mm, thank you so much for joining us on Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton this Tuesday evening. Please come back and continue to share your message and your beautiful music. Congratulations on all of your success and best wishes with the future.
Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. Awesome interview with gospel sensation Dana Hempfield. This is gospel sensation Dana Hempill, and you are listening to Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thomas-Thornton. We are wrapping up the show right now, but tune in with us again next Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Huge thanks for Dana Hemphill for that awesome interview. And also shout out to Tracy Williamson. Thank you so much for your connections. We appreciate you also. Right now, enjoy the beautiful voice and music of Dana Hemphill, everyone. Thank you, and we will see you soon. All content original, copyright 2014 by Shana Thornton. Enjoy the music, my offering. Then, Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.